Welcome to the Drunk Guys Book Club, where books aren't just for school, where book clubs aren't just for women, and this podcast is where the beer sings. I'm Mike. I'm Nate. I'm Jimmy. And we are the Drunk Guys, and this week we are reading Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens? That's correct. All right, I remembered it. And starting with this beer that I poured horrendously. Yeah, oh my god. Really bad job, dude. Uh, called Song of the Whale by our Muna, maybe 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 sponsor Paramore. Not really yet. Not uh, the band. <laughs> the Paramore with a U. And they're not in the misery business. Uh, this is by Finback. The next day they are. You don't know. You know that Paramore. So that's their one song. Uh, they have more than one song. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. I've been doing a hot topic. They <laughs> have more than one song. Uh, song of the Whale by Finback. And it's a collaboration with Dry and Bitter. Which smells like sounds cantaloupe. like my mother-in-law. It is a deep. Like it's too? a deepa with cantaloupe. Oh, okay. And this is the first beer I've ever had with cantaloupe. No, it isn't. We had a cantaloupe there. Bullshit. I distinctly remember a cantaloupe beer. That's the first one I remember. Well, maybe we maybe don't. Maybe I was don't drunk. Re- I don't remember it, but I'm pretty sure we did it. Because hey, this rem- is this is really good. I, I really don't. I don't really think I'm getting the cantaloupe. Though. I'm getting. Oh yeah. All cantaloupe. All cantaloupe all the time. Right. Are you thinking of honeydew, Nate? <laughs> Don't do it. Also no. good. <laughs> never, but never no. confuse. No, that. it isn't. The good, okay, good honeydews, which you all can almost never buy because it's only like they're like pears. <laughs> <laughs> they're brittle, taste like old potatoes. Good honeydews <laughs> that are actually sweet enough and ripe enough are very good, but okay, that's not usually I've, what yeah, you I've get. Never had usually one. Usually they're pretty bland. Usually they're like the thing that root sour. Like this is just mass. Yeah, this is this <laughs> is the filler. This is just an extension of the plate. Um, no, this is, I get a lot of cantaloupe here. Yeah, this it, is like, uh, this is huh? like someone ground up a cantaloupe and put it in my mouth. It's like two lovers who just can't quite run away to get married together. They cantaloupe. <laughs> that, that, yeah. <laughs> they want to, they just can't they just, do it. They just, for some reason, they'll just, already like tr- booked tr- the room in the band and you know, they just, they just cantaloupe. Anyway, the beer, like the beer is good. I like this, this is really good. good beer. It's good. They it's just, like, it's like a fruit salad. But a good I beer. would say, I would say it tastes. Very much like a regular good beer. It doesn't taste weird. Oh, dude, there's cantaloupe finish on that. You know, okay, yeah. Maybe the finish, the aftertaste. Just, just getting teabagged with a cantaloupe here. It's really strong. I don't know how they did it, because cantaloupe's not a super strong... It's like a, you know... It's maybe not they, a maybe they get like flavor. three cantaloupes per can. Yeah, they, they, I imagine they use dried cantaloupe. Otherwise, how much liquid would that add, you know? A lot, it, yeah. It's like watermelon. It's like mostly liquid. Or honeydews, except not as shitty. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> oh, we're yeah. doing this book, Where book. the Crawdads Sing, because this was the a surprise bestseller last year. In fact, it was the highest selling book of 2019, and it also the it has a the author is a bit unique because this is her first novel, her only of a uh, she's actually a naturalist, a biologist. a biologist or a naturalist. She's written two other books, like nonfiction books about being a naturalist or biologist in Africa. Mm. Those are the... And so Where her she only blesses other, the rains, I hear? She probably does, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, her only other published works are those nonfiction books and probably some, like, academic papers. But yeah. this is her she's only... Like a, um, she's like an award-winning biologist yeah. kind of thing. She's like a science lady. Yes, yeah. a scientist. Ooh. A, uh, <laughs> a lady scientist. <laughs> <laughs> they have those now? Fancy. <laughs> In a not like a, I, what I thought it was a very important or very interesting little aspect of the book was the actual like nature that she brought in. And she just, knew what she was talking about. She she knew her shit, and she would just like you know it didn't it wasn't too much, it wasn't overbearing, but you know throwing this little 
Was nature accessible stuff to here, regular folk. Biology stuff there, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it didn't feel didactic. You know, it, it wasn't like she wasn't showing off. Yeah, it was she wasn't. She wasn't frightening. Yeah, the frightening. Um, Look at all the Wikipedia research I did. <laughs> she didn't Dan Brown it. Just no, he just made shit up, pulled out of his ass. <laughs> Um, the but Council the same of, thing every time. Council of the Vatican of 1746. Sure. Where it was decreed boys were cool. Okay, so <laughs> in, uh, it's not a sin. If they don't know, it's a sin. So this book takes, it, it kind of has two timelines. It, one starts in like 19. That are roughly 15 years 52 apart. 52 or something like yeah. that. 51, 51 52. 52. And then the other one is 1969. Nice. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> summer, does it say it's the summer of 69? Uh, yeah. It's, uh, so one is about when Jody quit and uh, does, yeah. Jimmy got married. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> can't believe we ever got far, whatever the fucking lines that song are. They were the best days of their lives. Yeah. Except definitely. for the, well, so 19, until the guy died. <laughs> until the murder, yeah. In 1951, day. though, they bought a guitar to bought an old six string oh, at the yeah. five and dime. But they follow this story, and you don't, you know, like you kind of know how they're connected right away, but you're not really sure what's happening. So basically, the, the starts with the discovery of the body. I think it starts with that. That's the first thing, right? Yeah, it is. Is yeah. discovery of the body of the biggest douchebag in uh, any book Jock, I've read in a long time. You know, star so football every quarterback. stereotypical nicest or like you know Jock. coolest guy in town, Bully, high school quarterback face. Yeah, Rudy, definitely, rich kid. definitely, hundred percent a rapist. You know. Oh yeah. And his name is, he has the perfect douche guy name, Chase Andrews. Yeah. That, definitely. Like, you name your kid that, you're like, here's my son. He's an asshole. Like, when they invent roofies, he's going to do great. <laughs> <laughs> when he was born, he slapped the doctor because <laughs> it was a lady. But it's no, it wasn't. Not in 1952. <laughs> but it, he's a real scumbag. And he's dead. But you don't know he's a scumbag yet. Spoiler. But you, you do know he's dead. <laughs> It's kind so, of a reverse spoiler for us. <laughs> yeah, right. So anyway, that's it. Literally, it almost alternates chapter for chapter. So where, so then the that's second joke, oh, pretty close. I feel like it's pretty like close. maybe not quite, not quite, um, but definitely well, think, it jumps back and forth. It does, quite at the, at the beginning, it jumps back and forth, and then it starts to be like longer seventy sections. thirty. But also, I think it's just that the chapters get longer on one. Yeah, I think they just kind of more or less one for one. But that there's just you know the the, the length of the chapters because you have the dumbest cops. <laughs> like there's at one point where they like find a clue. And they're like, that's really interesting. Yep. Those fibers are. That, that might be want a clue. burgers? Like, they're just like, let's, let's before get, we get to that clue, let's get some lunch. Let's get some fried pork chops and mash and gravy <laughs> and a bunch of chitlins and crackling <laughs> and a bunch of old pork chops and then like some an, old, pork chops an old rusty boat motor <laughs> and the ghost of Robert General Ely. <laughs> <laughs> It's Con- definitely in a Confederate flag. It's definitely not CSI that they're no. doing there. No. <laughs> well, show. it is, it is 1969. Where the, where the CSIs were just like, did a black guy go by here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see any black people fumes. <laughs> uh, I could detect him with my Confederate flag. <laughs> it waves different. Uh, but but they reminded me of... in shame. They, they reminded me of the, um, the cop from No Country for Old Men. Like, this is the yeah, level of police it. work he could actually do. Well, he actually got shit done, though. Yeah, he, no, he no, was competent. He's like, These cop, and he's like oh, crime's outpacing me, guys. I got to retire. I feel like this was where he would have he would have well, excelled. He, he was wise enough to know these guys were not. So two kids find a dead body, and it's like, oh, this is stand by me. But then they tell the cops, and the cops are like, "Are you sure he's dead? He wasn't just napping now. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were just 
worst. Everyone naps in the mud with their legs on backwards, right? <laughs> and their head smashed in. I might, oh boy, I just got me a pile of eggs and grits here. I'll, I'll be there. A pile of eggs. There were a lot of grits in this book. There was a lot of grits. It was a gritty story. Oh, oh man, I, I've, never, I've never seen a beer made with grits. That's because it's just... But it's a wheat. It's cornmeal? It's cornmeal. Yeah. I don't know exactly what it fucking is. It's a grain, right? Uh, I've had yeah. grits many times. It's fucking delicious if you put enough butter or well, syrup yeah, on Yeah, if you cook butter. it with a fuck Salt. ton of lard and butter, oh, it's yeah. good. If you don't, it's just nothing. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a vehicle for whatever you put it's in. It's a way to not starve. So Chase Andrews is dead, terrible cops, and then it cuts back to the other plot line is with Kaya? Kaya. I like to it? think of, as it is Kaya, but I like to think it was Kya. Yes, <laughs> I also thought that. <laughs> so and that sounds like the sound a bird would make. So, anyway, she's the youngest of five, five years small old. children. Yeah, so it takes place. So, the, her family is literally kind of like, you know, they're squatters in a swamp for like centuries. They own that. They own that. Well, That's t- their you find land, out God later. Damn it. But most of the people that live there are like, the first it was like basically marsh like people. Hill, marsh people. Then it was runaway slaves. And then they just kind of stayed there forever because it's, it's like swampy marshland that nobody wanted. So, they just let them live there. Yep. For for centuries, anyway, it's 1951 or something like that. I mean, he, they moved there, and Kaya is they moved five there years when old. His parents, their parents moved. Yeah, into their the parents, house. but, but, but it there. was his father's house or something like that. Or his, his yeah. father he, sold his house in the Depression. No, but they own. It was like oh, his they father's they own the land too. Swamp yeah, hunting they, they were in there. They, they owned it. That's gotcha, why they gotcha. went there. Okay, but most people who live out in that area are really just squatting on land nobody wants. That and was the point. It's oh, a gross little clapboard shack thing held together just by you know, tobacco juice and prayer. So, and so Kaya is and a little bit of five years old. And so the f- book starts with her mom leaving, like literally like packs her bags, packs suitcase, packs the suitcase and leaves uh, the, all the kids with the father who is a horrible alcoholic. And Kaya is merely the youngest one. All the rest of the kids within the within the span of the first chapter, they all basically just leave. They're just gone because they're, they're like they're we can't older. stay here. They're yeah. teenagers. Like the next oldest kid, I forgot, I forgot his Jody. name. Jody. Like, Jody. He's like twelve. Yeah, and he still three, leaves on his own. There's there's three older sisters who they're like, I can go get knocked up somewhere, and they just leave, and they never enter the book again. Yeah, and um, so they it just ends dip. up for so for a good first twenty five percent of the plot, it's like a five or six year old Kaya. Trying to survive, I mean, basically on her, her, her own da- her because her father is her, just, but is he on stays and off. there, but because he's an alcoholic and he's not dependable, he doesn't, pro- he provides a little bit of money. Teaches her, her how to fish. How to fish, but then gives her a little bit of money so she can go to the store and buy food for herself. She's fucking five and she literally is going to buy grits and, oh, where's your mother? She doesn't know what the coins oh, add up she to. she just sent me here to buy this. Okay, Missy. Anyway, she's... Got to wear shoes in the store, little girl. child. The yeah. sort of, like, main... One of the most important, like, parts of her character is that she's been entirely on her own and has, to, and has had to be entirely self-reliant from when she was a very small child. Like, she takes care of herself. No one takes care of her. Yeah, she has a few nice moments with the dad when he's not fucking plastered drunk and he's friendly and he like shows her how to teach her how to stuff and she cooks and becomes the lady of the house. But, but then, she's still in like seven. But then he yeah. goes on benders and he fucking disappears for days or weeks at a time and eventually just disappears forever. I don't remember. Do we ever find out what happened to him? Or no, I don't not, think so. It's just like he's, he's gone. He's just he gone. died. Or yeah. well, you find out a little bit. Like you find out much, much later their backstory that the father 
was a was a World War Two from was World a War Two wounded and, in like, the war. Fucked up his leg, and he had been from a wealthyish family, but lost everything in the Depression. And he was able to like talk this hot thing from New Orleans into marrying him against her family's wishes. And he's like, now let's go to my shack. <laughs> she was a, a sh- heir to a shoe empire. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Her dad I, owned her, a shoe empire. And he's like, you got to stop from the bottom, boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a job there. And he's like, I think I'll be a manager. He's like, no, you're going to go make out shoe soul, leather. Cutting soles out the shoes. And so he fucked that up right away. Because he always already an alcoholic right. because yeah. of his PTSD. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the dad is an unsympathetic character for sure, but... There is a, I mean, there's a small element where you read this and you're like, man, that guy was broken. Well, he got hit in the leg yeah. by a mortar or something because he was the only guy who didn't get out of the way in time of a mortar. And they said, he's, he's do- a hero. He, do- he was a hero because he was trying to save some other guy, but he wasn't. He just, he he just fucked up. Yeah. So he's got, you know, guilt and a physical disability from this. So he's he, got a shattered femur. Yeah, back then their just medicine a, was like, you're just going to walk funny. Like that was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Use the left leg more if you can. You and know what we could use? We could definitely use a beer. I am excited to these open. These are some intense beers. These are, these are big boys. Uh, you know what? Uh, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, fuck it. They're all intense. They're all big. This is, we got to drink all this. Put I like this. an intense big boy. Yeah. Oh, this is an intense big boy. This is called Wild Chocolate Hazelnut Banana Split Spread. From Evil Twin Brewing, it is an imperial stout brewed with Nutella and wild Thai banana. It is 11.9% alcohol. What the alcohol. fuck is wild Thai banana? I don't know what a wild Thai banana is, but they see it in a lot of beers from the uh, other half. Okay. But I know what Nutella it is. It smells delicious. I don't like Nutella. I'm probably the only person on earth who doesn't. Oh, well, but that's because you're a Nazi. This is damn good. Yeah, this tastes like a milkshake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really <laughs> this good. This does taste like a fucking milkshake. What percent is this? 11, Just 11.9. 11. 11.9? 11. 11. How is that all? Jesus Christ. Oh, well, actually, mm. just this weekend, nice. you know, whenever this podcast I taste the banana out, a lot. They're putting out a 14.5% output stout this weekend. Yeah, good luck. I'm going to try to go get. Damn. Good luck. And it's called Nobody Asked for This. <laughs> ask for this. <laughs> I think you're going to ask for it. Though. I'm going <laughs> to ask for several of them. And we'll probably, I mean, that's a great name. We'll definitely use that on the podcast. But we do need to ask that if you like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash drunkguysbookclub. And those who do get to help us pick a book every month in our monthly book poll. Plus, early access and special patron-only bonus content. And we'd like to thank our patrons who already support us. So thank you to Joe P., someone named Crab. I hope they are an actual crab. Uh, someone also called Emotional Support Burrito, which I think should be a real thing. And to our more normal named people, Ciel, Daniel, Amir, Hayden, and also MPG92, which I think is a normal name as well. You do you, man. What does that do to the book? Uh, it's wild, like wild. the world she lives in. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And she grows vegetables it. or some shit. Yeah. She grows uh, turnips. She has yeah. a turnip farm, and she goes and buys I don't know if I've ever eaten a turnip. It's like a radish, yeah? Uh, it's more like a... It's like a potato creature. It's yeah. like... It's a very... It's just a dense fruit vegetable. All right. You would... You mean you... I don't know. It's like a beet that's not darkly colored. Okay. It's a white beet. <laughs> it's like a beet, but it only claps on the, on the wrong beet. <laughs> it claps on one and three. It claps on one and three, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, jazz. 
<laughs> like the only friends are the black people. The only people that treat her with any dignity because they yeah. feel sympathy any for the child. Any everyone, sense of empathy. Everyone else in the town thinks she's just swamp trash. Yeah. She's just. And there's this the one passage worst. when she goes with They her. just call her the Marsh Girl. Well, it, there was this like, heartbreaking scene where she goes with the father to... To, a, like to a the restaurant for something. the one first time in her life, and, and probably the only one for two decades. Yeah, and then you know she's there, and they're like she's barefoot and in overalls that are already too small for her, and she's definitely not clean, and she looks you know she's like she looks like a like a latchkey child in the marsh, like exactly what you'd expect. And another child is you know, a little girl dressed in her like dress or something goes near her and it wants to like shake her hand or touch her or hug her or something like that. Just, you know, kids being like, Hey, what's up? I'm a kid too. And, and the yeah. kid's mom is like, Oh no, don't even go near her. And the kid's mom is the minister's wife. Exactly. And then <laughs> she's like, we don't deal with them. Those yeah. people. So that, that was very interesting. Cause very quickly afterwards, um, Kaya, I don't know if befriends is the right word, but like jumping the, black proprietor of the sort of gas station and it's like boat general store. Yeah. Yeah. He that you could pull up that's on the water. So you could pull up with your boat. Yeah. He knows that this kid's fucking in real bad shape. He feels bad for him, tries to help her whatever way he can. And the mother, his wife rather says, Oh, we'll go, we'll ask at the church and people will donate clothes or people will donate whatever for her. And it's, I mean, I don't know if this is like white fantasy, like Jim Crow, you know, stuff where they're like, and then the black people were nicer than the white people. But, but it's mm-hmm. probably, you know what I mean? Like that the, the white family, the white, look how mean the white people were and look how good the yeah. black people were. Well, there's, it's, but it could be just a sense of like, it could, it's probably a sense of just like uh, mutual poverty. Yeah. Because they live, like they go, they show jump in and Mabel, Mabel, Mabel Mabel's yeah. home. It's like a, it's like a hard, Dirt yard, and so she swept the yard and kept it clean, but it was just dirt. It's right. like just like this girl's even poorer than us. Yeah, like by a by a wide stretch. Yeah, like she had we have shoes at least. Yeah, so it was like you know, it was it was a way to see like how despised she was by the white community, just because she was swamp trash. Didn't even matter that she was also white. That's true. Uh, they, uh, she was like a, a different. She was like not even a human. You know, like that was. She was later they, on. They have like the legends of she's like a feral animal. Uh, another important event that happens is when she's six or seven. The the police were basically the truant officer and a policeman go to her house and say, "Sweetheart, you've got to go to school. It's the law." And like you'll get. So it's like all right. We like we'll have yeah. You know, there's food every day. We'll get food. I'm like oh okay fine. But you so, have to wear a skirt. Like, yeah. That's important. The important thing is you wear a skirt to school. They anyway, literally so force her to wear a dress. The woman like is very kind and helps her out and gets her ready, and they bring her to school. But it's her first day of school ever. I mean, she does not. And they put her in second grade. Her in second grade because she's already a year older. And basically, the kids totally make fun of her. She she gets sent home on the bus, even though the bus drops her off miles from where she lives, and she's still a seven year old. And but people are just other kids are so mean to her on the bus. That she never goes back to school again. This was one of the many passages that made me think of To Kill a Mockingbird. I was oh, thinking yeah. about that 100%, 100%. the whole It was like To Kill a Swamp Bird was the subtitle of this book. But she it, she was those other kids in To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. Like, oh, he only the, shows uh, up on the first day of school. <laughs> and he's got cooties on his uh, head. What, what, was the, what was the family's name? To Kill a Mockingbird? The, I, the, like, no, I, I know what you're talking about, but... The lice baby. Yeah. yeah I don't know. The, the, the real, real dirtbag. That, yeah. that scowl, like, oh, them's poor trash. 
Thank you. Yeah, well, that's what Kaya was. What was that, Georgia? That's Alabama. Alabama. Definitely Alabama. Alabama. But another, another place with swamps. Technically, doesn't this book take place in what, North Carolina? It's North Carolina. North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, the swamps of North Carolina. But, you know, insert swampland in the South anywhere. Yeah. And it's, the story it's not super important that it's just North Carolina. It's just swamp people. Yeah, yeah. they're not like, look at that salt palmetto. <laughs> <laughs> like, they talk about palmettos more than once, though. Uh, if, if I forget if that's the... the is South Carolina the salt palmetto state or North I, Carolina? I One of them is. South. I, th- I want to say South as well. Oh, but that's also because I don't know what a palmetto is. Is it it's a like tree? A palm tree thing. Yeah. Okay. One of them is the salt palmetto state, though. I think that's South Carolina. Which is also like one of those dumb things you could buy at the vitamin aisle. It's not really a vitamin. Palmetto. Yeah, like you know, get like, you know, like St. John's wort, and there's like salt palmetto essence. Supplements. And it yeah. you know, lists a bunch of shit and then it says uh, actually it doesn't do any of these things. Yeah. You know, it does do something. Oh, I do. It, it does a lot of things. Something both great and terrible. Oh, oh God damn, that's yes. another dark one, yeah? Oh, this is, this is a baby. This is a baby? I want to put this baby. It's like the opposite of having a baby. I want to put it in me. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just like there's fucking high looking a lot, at There's it. a lot of words coming out that don't this make is, sense this together. This is my special baby. I'm, I don't want to. I have to drink the whole can. It's called Wild Banana Split Stout. It's an imperial stout brew with roasted peanuts and wild Thai banana. That's 12.5% alcohol made by Evil Twin, NYC. See if I could drink myself sober with this. That is not how any of that <laughs> if works. If you just go all the way around, you'll yeah. suddenly become sober. Oh, my God. I'll have only a little bit of it so you can have a lot. That's, I've had a lot of this just like, and I've regretted Just like Jenny from the it. block. <laughs> Pour some of this on the six. Mm. I've been waiting for tonight. When this beer would be here in my arms. This is uh, this is like tastes like ice cream. The peanut flavor is very strong. Yeah, I guess it is peanut. It's odd. The banana is peanut, milder. but it kind of makes you taste like ice cream. Yeah, roasted peanut is sort of the strongest thing. Plus the alcohol, you, you can you can kind of uh, taste it. But I, don't I mean, get the booze. I just get sweet. I mean, there's sweet. the if like you had the, this there's whole the, can, you'd there's die. the stout, you know, the roasted barley flavor, but then like roasted peanut, which is also good. Less banana, par- probably because the peanut is just too strong. It's just you know a stronger flavor. So that is awesome. Yeah. That's, Lately, or, you know. this 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 is the kind of beer that uh, makes you wake up three days later. Oh yeah, <laughs> pregnant <laughs> and with no toes <laughs> <laughs> from the diabetes. It's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> Sponsor us, Evil Twin. <laughs> it's that good. This is the PCP <laughs> of beer. <laughs> Want to punch a hole in a bus? Drink this. <laughs> Get shot eleven times and be fine. This beer will do it. <laughs> they've just been churning out these monster stouts yeah, since these January. Are, these are fucking yeah. like beasts. every other week, and uh, every other week I go there <laughs> and I buy a four. I uh, did make a trip, another trip to Evil Twin a few weeks ago, and had one of these. I think one, the, one different one with Nutella. I had a different one with Nutella. It was also they very, have more very than good. one with Nutella. Oh yeah, so will I, we. I, I I had the other one with Nutella. I'm very good. I, every time I, I buy a four-pack of everything, that it looks good, yummy, and then I just put one can immediately into the Trunk Eyes fridge. They also come out with, like, three to four new beers a week. It's fucking bonkers. Speaking of bonkers, this girl's life is a shit show. Yeah. yeah. So she's entire... So she's been taking care of herself from the from the age five. Only goes to school one day. Oh, yeah, she uh, hides from the Truman officer the for, like, father, weeks until so, they give up. Uh, for a while, the father was giving her some money so she could he go He gets disability checks because his 
thigh you know, is shattered. Shitty. But not very much. Anyway, uh, eventually, by the time she's eight or nine, the dad is just gone. I mean, he literally just disappears. And then she's entirely taking care of herself out in the swamp, not going to school. And so I, things really do even get even worse. I have a question about that. I didn't think about this. If she was, he was getting up disability checks, where were those going? You know? Like, she has a mailbox. Cash. She gets a mailbox later. He has a mailbox at some point in the story. Wouldn't they keep arriving? How yeah. would like how, did, how did would he have so the wherewithal to change his address to, to like the place call where he, them and tell them I'm dead now? Stop stop sending. I mean, I, in 1954, I imagine it took a little while for those things to happen. They might have yeah. found him dead in the street and declared him dead because they knew who he was. Everyone knew who he was. Anyway, a little bit of a plot yeah. hole, but not not, not major. Point. In terms of other books with plot holes, that's marginal. Yeah. So she learns. Also, to she doesn't learn to read until later on. Later, the checks which, might have arrived to for to. a long time. Well, she wasn't checking them. Well, because yeah. she did get the one letter from the mom, oh, and that's yeah. what set the dad off when he yeah. basically never came back. Is she gets the letter and she knows it's from her mother, but, but she, she doesn't can't read. read. The bender no. from hell after that, and she gives it to the dad. It's like she tries to be nice, and the dad opens it and he burns it, and, and he uh, never knows. Never she knows. never knows where her mother is. Or at least not for a long and time. And she saves the ashes in a little jar for the rest of her life, basically, mm-hmm. which is another heartbreaking detail in the story. Uh, but then, you know, she's on her own for a while. She she is very resourceful and smart, I guess. I guess in, in children, we think of them as really stupid because <laughs> they kind of are. Well, most are stupid because they, don't, because they don't have to do anything. Yeah, but when they're forced to, children can actually do a lot more than you would think. I mean, once they're you know, five or six, I don't think a two-year-old's going to figure much out. Even in like city, not like rural places, but like cities, like you heard about like the kids of drug addicts and like crackhead kids, like they take care of themselves. They like they learn to cook and just you know go to school on their they own. Figure out they're like nine or ten, or whatever, yeah. they can do it. It's just a matter of like they, not that they shouldn't have to, but they don't need to at that age. But sometimes they do just because they have to survive. I heard a similar sen- sen- sentiment once about um, like prodigy children or like trying to force your kid to be like a prodigy at whatever just thing neglect it is. neglect it. Well, it's not <laughs> neglect. It's just like you could force, the idea that I read was like you could force kids to act like adults when they're young, but it's not necessarily good for, like they could do it, but it's not yeah, really it's, good it's, for them. It's called being Chinese. <laughs> well, it's like the, the, the tiger mom thing, yeah. It kind of is. But you could force them to, but and is that they'll healthy hate, the long They'll term? hate you when they're old. Oh, and they'll burn that violin. <laughs> so, um, Cello. Well, is cello is cello is the popular one now, right? Is it? Uh, yeah, it's really? more, I think the violin. Are we full on violins? So I saw I saw we Billy get Joel to, like, in the, concert the, the other night, piccola? and Itzhak Perlman came out. I was like, wow, this is like the randomest. He's still alive. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's seventy four, seventy five. But it's like Billy Joel is like, I need more Jews. Itzhak Perlman, come up here, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then they played the Schindler's the Sneak. No, they did. But he played. Uh, Apparently, it's like Perlman played on a Billy Joel album in the 80s. <laughs> All right. And I was like, man, that's really random. Good luck keeping up with that, Tiger Children. <laughs> Guy who's so good. Like, pol- polio couldn't stop him from playing the violin. <laughs> I guess you don't need your legs to play violin. Nah. But you do need to play the cello. You just got to hug it. Yeah, you just got to, like, put your dead legs around it. <laughs> you drape them around. <laughs> right, we're well, polio, the iron yeah. lung thing. Uh, it's probably the iron lung. I think it was. Yeah, like yeah. advanced first poly- for some for lots of student for lots of kids. Yeah. So anyway, um, she becomes self sufficient. She like catch uh, digs up 
uh, muscle. She, does, she, she basically goes, she goes realizes that she can she can earn some money for herself by digging up muscles and then selling them to not the jumping jumping jumping, jumping. Yeah, yeah yeah selling them and, and then he's trying like, to sell them smoked fish. But she, she does a shit job at the fish, and they show them selling the fish. Like this fish is garbage, but look, let's just give her some money for it because she's clearly nine and living by herself. Yeah, yeah. She won at one point when she's mo- she has she has a boat, right? The father she has a little boat with a little motor, which she learns how to use because she learns how to use their way of getting around. In fact, even before her father is 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 gone, she like you know takes the boat out by herself into the marshes, and you know she's one of the reasons why she decides to sell mussels at first is because she needs some gas money because the father will know that the gas has been used. But anyway, so she's out, and there's a boy out there named Tate. Taint. <laughs> Short for Taint. Short for Taint Stuffer. <laughs> Who, his dad is basically the Swamp Atticus Finch. He's like the best, he's like the nicest guy, but he's barely in the book. But every scene yeah. with him, you're like, that guy's a fucking mess. Oh, what was his name? Scupper. Scully or Scupper. Scupper. Like yeah. Which is the most southern sounding word. Uh, I can think of a, another one that starts with N. <laughs> <laughs> it's the opposite of brunch. It's Except like right, that. right before supper, they have Scupper. Ah, uh, so it's the brunch equivalent, <laughs> but for dinner. Yeah. Okay. Scupper. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but but Scupper, he like listens to uh, opera arias, and he tells us something like, a real man can cry if he wants to, and a real man appreciates poetry, and a real man is... But he's like the best. He's like this guy is. He's like Atticus Finch. He's like he's way more in, in, bo- yeah. in mm-hmm. both chapters. He's in. He's the yeah. Best yeah man. I, I, but that's barely it. I I literally wrote Swamp Atticus. It was my note for <laughs> in that chapter. Like that's <laughs> basically what he did. He's like, oh, he's the best dad in in the entirety of North Carolina. So he uh, might have been. <laughs> so um. Anyway, uh, when they meet each other out in the marsh, and he like. Leaves a feather for her. You well, know, first he shows her how she gets lost on the yeah, boat, she's and he helps her get home. Helps her get home, and then she like you know wants to go out and find, see him some more. She leaves a feather for her, and they like you know she's she's already started like collecting it's a, it's things. It's his way of That's like one of her things she does earning the trust of the yeah. swamp girl who hides in the reeds every time someone near comes nearby. Yeah, and she's afraid to talk by. to anybody, and eventually starts talking to her, and then they talk, and then she teaches her how to read. And so that that happens, and she eventually gets pretty good at reading, and is suddenly way smarter than everybody else. After oh, go uh, literally being just like tutored in reading for three days. Well, she spends a long time, but then she also has nothing but time to practice to read. Yeah, and, so. and is and is and hungry paint. for. She's this. also a painter, and she collects bird nests and much set and shells and feathers and and. And she's a poet, but more. But that's not till the end. You don't well, you don't know that. Yeah. No, you don't. So know it's a poet, poetry. but you didn't know it. Yeah. It, precisely. <laughs> it's like unknowetry. <laughs> oh, knowetry. <laughs> <laughs> so she collects all this shit, and then he wants the he wants to like date her because he's a little older. He's eighteen, and she's fifteen, and he's going to go. Which off is to in college. the south is known as normal. Eighteen oh, and fifteen yeah. is not that crazy even today. I mean, it, it is be, here. It might well. That's a high school senior dating a high school freshman. That's still not uncommon. Sophomore. It's creepy. It is. It's legally creepy, but it whatever. But uh, how many the, people's? There are plenty of people who like they're you know married couples that are ten years apart in age. You know, like no, it, yeah, it's two de- years it's apart a, when you're a teenager and you only spend your time with people who even within, four, within even two years of your age. Even in this book, he's like, "You're too young for me. This is uh, uncomfortable." Yeah. And well, she's like, "Whatever. I don't know what that is." But he age ain't he, nothing but a number. I'm a big Aaliyah fan. 
That's why I don't get on airplanes that seem over- <laughs> overweight and they crash upon a takeoff. But he he wants to bang her. He does oh, want yeah. to bang her. He tries her. to bang her. Because they like, keep no. talking about like how she's a hot kid. She's like yeah. stunningly gorgeous. She's a looker, as it as they say as they say in the in the book. But she's you know she's got a but she's a swamp thing. hot body because she's you know emaciated. From she being, she's uh, uh she's a gaunt and she's girl. She's, but she's wearing and she only wears like Daisy Dukes. So you know. she only has like three clothes. Yeah. So anyway, he wants to bang, but then like he pussies out because he's going to go to college, yeah. and then he stands around. I mean, up. I mean, he says like, "Oh, I'm I'm going to come back my very f- and see you my very first weekend. I can get away." Well, he, he he leaves early. He's going to go away for yeah. the thing, and he leaves like, early because he gets a job at the biology lab yeah. doing science because he does science. Uh, so anyway, so he doesn't come back. Is essentially the main thing. Much later, they reveal that he did go back, but then he sees her out in the marsh to find her. But then he's like, I can't, I can't do well, this. Well, he sees her hiding from somebody. He's like, and in some ways, it's like, oh, she's not ready for it. But in some ways, it's also just like, oh, this bitch is crazy. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, his father, Ed Warren, was like, I know you're hanging out with that marsh girl, and that's fine because I'm very progressive, but don't get her pregnant, son. It's yeah. a real conversation they have. But he, he's uh, he's he's very wise, like Atticus Finch. Yeah. So anyway, Tate does. You find out later. So okay, from Kaya's perspective, Tate never comes back. He abandons her for I mean many for years, many like years. Years. So, years, years, years. So anyway, but I mean she's like fifteen. And it's just the first time she's been in love. So after her mother abandons her, and then her father abandons her, and then now suddenly the boy also abandons her, and she is just like, never again. And they had been making out, right? Yeah. You know, that's like mm-hmm. a little boyfriend. And then so he was like, he they, was they, trying to pork they, her. They do yeah. an awkward thing where they mm-hmm. take off all their clothes, and they're like, I've got to go. I need to be alone and think about this a lot. <laughs> be the shower for a while. So anyway, uh, like years, and then another couple of years passed, and now oh, yeah, she's yeah. like 17 or 18. And, and this whole time, the other kids in the town that happen to be the same age are always kind of like, Curious about she's the always, girl. She's always been spying them on the and beach. She's been seeing them on the beach, but they haven't seen her because she's hiding. But also, the other kids are like, "Well, there's this whole like bet in the town, like who's going to be the first to fuck her." And um, there's people. There's also kids that you know, but she's unaware of this bet. She's unaware. Go to unaware. like, she go to know, like yeah. knock on her door. You know, they want to. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like it's like it's like, like a coming up to the haunted house in your neighborhood. Well, she kind of turns into the Boo Radley of the town, mm, um, Boo. but way more tan. Boob Radley. <laughs> <laughs> She's really hot. Uh, Rad so, Boobly. But <laughs> <laughs> she, you know, she's literally she's been alone her whole life and abandoned her whole life, and she's eventually she's just so lonely that she really does want to. She doesn't know how, but she wants to basically. Have friends and and she's especially interested in this one boy, hot boy Chase. But and she's well, it's the same kids she saw when she was at school. That one day, like that, all sat together and she noticed them and it's, and she has names for them. It's like always wears pearls, right? They, the the bitches that she yeah. sees like always mm-hmm. wears pearls and um, cunter face. I forget what the other ones yeah. were called. They were all just you know, but they're like weird smushed together words. But vapid bitches that are popular girls, and she's like, oh, I want to be like that. And then Chase. Andrews, the douche extraordinaire, is like, I'm going to go fuck that shit because I've run out of pussy in town, actually, so I need to branch out to the swamps. Yeah, he's fucked literally everything, which his lady friend seems okay with. Oh, yeah. Well, and also, like, their moms, who he's banging. I don't know, he, he really is racking up uh, he plays He plays quarterback in a town of 11 people. He's the coolest guy. Well, you need 11 people for a team, <laughs> so it's a pretty impressive. Yeah, they're all on the team. And they have a beer. Actually, I lied. They have a 
They have a seltzer. So Evil Twin also makes seltzer. And this is called Evil Water. I've seen a a lot of this stuff on the internet. This particular one? This particular one. This is marshmallow, white, grapefruit, key lime, hard seltzer that's 4.5% alcohol. It really smells like marshmallow. It smells like a box of Lucky Charms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It actually, because it tastes a little, it smells a little bit grainy, too. It's like like there's cornflakes in it. Weird. It's, I can't go back to drinking regular seltzer, which I, I used to like. I like it. Oh, I'm all uh, on this. Mm, uh, mm, okay, I, it tastes a little bit marshmallowy. I can taste the lime. You know, it's got that that uh, kind of sour. Not not the good part of the lime tart. But, yeah, the tartness. But then it has a weird aftertaste, which it's, I don't. It's like, like it's filmy. <laughs> I can feel it in me still. They also had a flavor that's just marshmallow. I didn't buy that one, but I'm curious what that tastes like because the marshmallow smell is intense. Yeah. No, it smells amazing, and I, I don't really like this. I like it. It's not bad, but I, I don't mean, I, like it. I usually like lime, but I don't think it goes in this. It's a, marshmallow or, and lime is not a normal combination. Yeah, that's a very, very weird. Though I'm, I'm also could just be that I don't like seltzer, or I, or I mean, seltzer is fine. I mean, seltzer is kind of but a blank I, like canvas. the concept of hard seltzer just is stupid. So I'm just I'm with you on that. I'm just it's, biased because I think it's stupid. It's really dumb. I'm not. A, I, I've never had an evil. I've never had a hard seltzer. That's like this is just like seltzer because there's a different texture. The alcohol gives a different body to it than regular seltzer has. But what alcohol do they put in the seltzer? I or think, how do they get seltzer well, to be alcohol? Yeah, I, I never understood that. I think either. they probably put just a really small amount of some sort it's of like grain alcohol, grain like some sort of it's some sugary, malt or sugary sugar, marshmallow or sugar. Yeah. You know, there's something, and then they s- and then some yeast and let it ferment. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, the the marshmallow flavor or the marshmallow smell is too potent to have been added before the fact. Well, maybe they just keep dump. Maybe they dump it on all over the place. They might just use like sugar. Yeah, probably. Basically, it's like sugar plus they add marshmallows afterwards. I like it. Uh, but most hard seltzers are pretty shitty. This is definitely the best one I've had because it's an interesting one. It tastes like something. Yeah. All the other, other ones taste like uh, juice that is too watered down. Yeah, this is this is just or, like a weird other thing. Or that thing. Like somebody farted in the same room <laughs> as a grapefruit <laughs> farted in the same room as the seltzer. Well, uh, I've read this really funny thing about other half at their fifth anniversary or sixth anniversary, whatever just passed thing. People literally started lining up the night before to oh, buy yeah. beer. Mm-hmm. That's fucking bananas. And then somebody pulled a gun on them. Yeah. Is that the story you're talking yes. about? But part what? of that, so some guy was like staying in an Airbnb above wherever the line was. Because fuck, I mean, I thought I was a big beer nerd. I would never line up overnight for a beer. That's like my, I mean, no, absolutely. I would no. be homeless. My wife would kick me out. Like, <laughs> you're upset. You live there on the street now. <laughs> Take the good folding chair. But some guy came out, he's pissed off and he was drunk that they were, you know, hipsters. It's like, Talking so about w- beer w- at night. Was he wanting to get into the line? No, or? I think he was just no. annoyed at how loud he was it was. He was mad that people were there. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was kind of obnoxious. So he was guy. an Airbnb guy, but he also brought his gun with him. Well, yeah, he didn't say, I guess the host didn't say you couldn't have your gun. It's just hard to travel with those into New York. And so then he pulls his gun out. But then the funniest part of the story is he also threw a can of um, White Claw at them. <laughs> the Fucking shitty White Claw. Shitty hard course. seltzer. 
But that's the detail all the hipsters that were interviewed remembered. They're like, and then he threw a can of White Claw at us. It was really strange. <laughs> it was a strawberry kiwi. It was really funny because we were waiting in line for a stout. <laughs> it's like the opposite. But it was in the, hipsters. There was a yeah. story in the post, and there was a whole section of the story is, and then he threw a can of White Claw. And everyone's like, oh, no, not White Claw. No. How dare he? I, I actually do judge him more for that. That he, he came down with two things. Let me get. Oh, do I have everything I need? Hold on. We got the. Who's got the white claw? <laughs> uh, where's she, Where's my gun? And then he came and assaulted the hipster beer nerds. But man, lining up overnight for beer. That's insane. That's yeah. fucking ridiculous. I mean, other much. half makes really good beer. They do, but, but I'm not gonna wait overnight. No, ever. God, no. no. Like I can get plenty of awesome beers not waiting overnight, and I won't remember them in two days. Yeah, that's the problem. Like you get one bottle of it. I waited overnight. I got one fucking bottle of the beer, and then you tell and, like, and then you tell yourself good, it's yeah. worth it, but it's it's not. I'll wait an hour or two. That's my limit. Right sure. Now. Okay. I'm okay with that. Oh, you're gonna open at noon, or I'll get online at ten thirty. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. That I could live with. I'm not gonna wait overnight. No. For a in for fucking a, February yeah, for a yeah. drink. Yeah. That was Maybe enough. for like something that lasts forever. Yeah. Like a taxidermied squirrel with like the gear a, in it. Yeah. No. That's forever. I, I don't want that either. In your nightmares. <laughs> it is, I don't know how I'm going to sleep with that in my house. We'll get to him another day. All right. Back yeah. to this book. I guess so, uh, Evil Water. I picked it because swamps are, you know, that water's pretty evil. You can't drink it. It's not potable. It's brackish. Uh, it is so, brackish. anyway, there's like a lot of plot that goes left. So, eventually... Kaya decides, like, oh, that, or, or or Chase is Chase like, is like let's I'm gonna go smash take a that. boat ride. Yeah, he, he, that's actually he takes he literally takes her out to like a sandbar on a beach and he makes this picnic. But obviously he's there just to fuck her. Let's go to the sandbar. It's very cheap. They only accept sand dollars. Oh yeah, it's a nice place. Yeah. Anyway, he it's definitely like so shit. so I this get is married like and you could have my squids. <laughs> Uh, so I'm Chase finished. is is <laughs> obviously just trying to sleep with her right then and there, and she says no. He does go for it right away. Right away, right Pretty away. aggressively, yeah, too. Yeah, very like, aggressively. See, like, she's like, movies. and then... I know what... I don't know what love is, but I know that it's about sharing, and that was just taking. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm, I'm like, I grew up by myself, and I know that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's impressive. Like, the one nice thing you say about her dad, I guess, is that he didn't also molest her. That she thinks like, oh, this is what love is. But anyway, I, after a couple of days or a couple of weeks, Chase is like, I'm so sorry. Let's just let's just hang out. Let's just you know get to know each other a while. I promise I won't do anything if you're not you know into it or any, anything like that. So eventually, after a while, and she's very, uh, after a while they get to know each other. They kind of become friends-ish a bit, and they get to know each other. And eventually. Takes her on a business trip to a, a business trip. motel because it's literally business gets time. In his truck gets in his truck and drives her to Greenville, a you know, a different town in a in a really sleazy love motel, which is probably the nicest place she's ever been. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. she thinks it's like the Taj Mahal, and she's always like, when and after they, you know, after they do the deed, she's like. When will I meet your family? And when will I come up for Christmas? And he's like, oh, anytime, anytime. Definitely, definitely. Right when Christmas comes, good thing you don't know when dates are yet. (laughs) But she does. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because this one, she's, you know, a functional person. Not only that, but she's reading, like, academic journals from the library, you know. So she's, like, a fucking genius, academic genius already by this point. But she has no social skills. At one thing. Yeah, She probably couldn't tell you anything about history. You know, like, you know, the the nature. Nature in this... 
in the swamps marshland. Well, she's from yeah. North Carolina. She could probably also tell you how the Civil War was about northern aggression. But other than that, she probably didn't know much about history. She uh, eventually, like a little bit later, so they're like a while they're sleeping together, and he, you know, makes you know plans. And she, to go, he, he goes and out and to the marsh with her. She's never banged dudes before, but she's always yeah. like, "I know that wasn't very good." Yeah, she's always <laughs> like, like oh, he got what good. he wanted, but I feel like, like I'm missing I'm, something. Oh, not, not very satisfied. Uh, <laughs> it was very fast. Yeah. I mean, both seconds were cool, but... And then <laughs> after, after you know, a couple months of this, maybe even a year or two, and she's constantly been like, when am I going to meet your family? And, and he's like, oh, anytime, we're going to move into the nice house oh, outside this, the yeah, thing. This thing blah, just blah, blah, came blah. up. I just uh, then she, like, she bumped, she for a couple bumped into her his family at the Piggly Wiggly, and they like walked around her yeah, at like so a weirdly at long At some size. point, she decides to go into town to the to the Piggly Wiggly, to the... To the uh, Grocery store, and she sees him with his arm around a different girl, and then the family's there, and she's like, "Oh no!" No, no, no. she he sees her family at the Piggly Wiggly, and they walk around her. But she goes to the beach and sees his arm with around another girl while she's at yeah, with like the the out, beach yeah. party with the uh, always wears pearls and the always has girl. a tampon in and uh, <laughs> wears <laughs> earrings. I don't know, they're weird names. Or never has a tampon in. Ugh. Very dangerous. Attracts bears. <laughs> you gotta watch out about that one. <laughs> So she sees him with the armor on the girl. She's like, what the fuck is up? And then she's like, it's like, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. And then she goes into town and finds a newspaper. And in the newspaper is, a, is an engagement announcement that he's engaged to always wears pearls. She's like, yeah, well, that don't make no sense. Piece so, of shit. So anyway, she's obviously been betrayed again. Yeah. In a like, different way, you. though, yeah. than she's mm-hmm. used to. But yeah, she's like, this fucking, this blows. And, uh. All the while, by the way, we're cutting back and forth at the murder investigation, yeah. which is clearly getting towards all the evidence seems to be pointing that Kaya killed him somehow. Yeah. Like, there's no footprints. They're involved. And, and, and there's fibers the, on her. He, the he, mom, has, he has fallen, the he has fallen off the like, tower. and the water tower thing. And the, yeah. the fire tower, which okay. is apparently where you shoot fire from. I don't know. <laughs> and he's fallen and they're like, maybe he just fell. It's like, well, there's no sign that he fell. Everything's been wiped clean there, there's of no, fingerprints. No and there, yeah. there's, there's no black people but to anyway, blame nearby. But the mother <laughs> says, but the mother comes to the police station and says, he's, he didn't have his shell necklace on. The, the swamp girl, the marsh girl gave him, gave him the shell necklace. That must be it. This is when it was, if you weren't sure yet, this is when you knew he was a douchebag. So like, his puka shell necklace is missing. <laughs> he got it at PacSun <laughs> exactly. at the mall. He needs his puka shell necklace. We can't bury him without it. That and his hacky sack. Yeah. <laughs> do they have those in New Hampshire? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't know. Uh, how many do you own, Nate? You still, you're like not responding the right way. <laughs> no, I've definitely <laughs> never had one. No, yeah. I was gonna I say, I don't, say, I don't know, see you yeah. as a puka kind of boy. We still have douchebags in New Hampshire. They're, they but still not, exist. Not puka shell douchebags. No, no, yeah, yeah, we have some. Did of those. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's weird because it's a, it's a landlocked like, state. Landlocked. Yeah. <laughs> How many puka shells? They're no. not locally sourced puka shell. It's not landlocked. That's Vermont, oh, you idiots. Sorry, oh, the dude. other maple syrup state. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Exactly. Lake, Get it right. Lakes don't count as as la- non-landlocked. It has ocean. New Hampshire? Yeah, yes. yeah, you're thinking of Vermont, as I was. He's got a point. Fucking idiots. Yeah, all I don't, I don't time, know where New Hampshire that's is. That's the thing we didn't years, know. You thought we were smart because we All these years, Vermont. you thought I was from Vermont? Oh, no, God. I knew you weren't from Vermont. You, what, if you, weren't, when I you just, were picturing it no, in your head. No, I just didn't you know where New Hampshire was. 
So I, like, well, I knew, they're, I knew they're next to each other. I just didn't know which was the order. Oh, you guys. <laughs> Why Jesus. is that? That's it's where President Bartlett is from, the greatest American president. And it Franklin is. Pierce, yeah. one of the worst actual it's presidents. Like, yeah. Only extremes, baby. Yep. Only one was really important. That was Jed Bartlett. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Sorry, Nate, to offend you and the 1,100 people from New Hampshire who somehow not even that have many. a really big say in who becomes president. Hey, I still think it's pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> I still like it. Uh, all right, so whatever. If Nate claims to have never worn a puka shell necklace, I, we're going to believe him. So they're hinting all the time. They're growing closer and closer. Who's going to be the murderer? Or alleged murderer? Or was it an accident? It's probably not an accident because, you know, this guy fucks. And everyone knew, like, he was a nice guy, he was married, but he still fucked anything that had two legs or didn't. Then there's a scene when he, so Kaya, like, breaks it off with him, and then he tries to rape her. Yeah, he does. He's like, That's you're going to you're gonna fuck me now. We, we, like, no. we, I mean, we'll get to that in a second, but first we should say the part where she's basically, she becomes an internationally known author by writing these books with all these Beautiful illustrations she provides, of all she the different. The insula- in- all, that's only when she hooks back up with Tate. Well, yeah, with Tate comes back years later doing. He's doing his scientific research. Like, he's got the, I banged he's a few ladies, but no one was ever as cool as you at yeah. UNC Chapel Hill. And yeah, but <laughs> it was time, fucking UNC Chapel Hill. I know. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> really and it is detail. years later, and Tate is like, "I still love you. I'm so sorry I did that." And she's like, "No, you you abandoned. You were dead to me. I wanted to know what love is." I wanted you to show me. But here I go again on my own. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but then he's like, okay, fine. He's like, okay, fine. Instead uh, of Kaya, loving I you, understand. you can provide illustrations for my science textbooks. Like, that's yes. a fair trade, Tate. Well, he's like, you're really fucking good at this. Because her she, mother had and, painted. And, and, she and, is the one, and you're the And you know more about all of the marsh grasses and all of the birds and She's all like the a things nature than savant. Else. Yeah. Because you know, she like, lives there and talks to no one. Well, kind of. It's kind and of she like spends this. all her time reading the college textbooks from the library because no one talks to her, and she has a lot of free time when she's not gathering up muscles to sell. Mm-hmm. And she has these huge, and inside the shack now are these huge collections of all the different shells and all the different feathers from all the birds. And she's a naturalist, but it's like like the author. And but she's, she's a like, natural at being a naturalist. Yeah, she exactly. Is, yeah. She just it's it's kind of like this stereotype of. Like Native Americans, how like they just know the land because they live on it. Like she just lives on the marsh. And there, she is a, there is a certain truth to that. And she it's goes like and speaks to, to Grandmother Willow. If they don't know it, they die. Well, yeah, there is true, but it just it just it felt. I mean, it just felt like very much it's like cause a, she, it's cause she, that kind of thing. She was me. alone ninety percent of her life. Oh, I, I yeah, understand. So, so, I understand. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Hundred percent. like she anyway, learned. She learned because she had no one else. More plot, except there kind of also kind of isn't. So basically, the the murder investigation points in everything her. is pointing to her. Like the necklace is missing, they find this fiber on his shirt that matches two a guys. Hat two guys. Has. Two guys. And saw, some people saw her. Saw, they think at night. They, saw her. No, on they the saw bus. her at night, but also two guys saw the two of them fighting her and Chase, and said, "If I ever see you again, I'll kill you." They oh yeah, when that's when he they didn't tries see to the rape, rape stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but they heard they heard a woman screaming, and like, then they like steered their boat sound, over. It sounds like a woman's trying to have opinions over there. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why is she? 
why is she screaming? Did her pie get burnt? And then they go <laughs> why over Why is she there. cooking on a boat? <laughs> and then they pull there in. There ain't no them. kitchen on these boats. What's she doing and out she's there? she's literally like pulling up her pants and running to her boat. She's just don't come near like me again. fucking black eye. And they're like, she's an uppity bitch. I don't know. Yeah. She needs a hiding. What would that quarterback do that was mean to her? Ridiculous. But those guys are like, yeah, she seemed very upset, and she was half naked and running on the boat, and then the and everyone's at the, uh, kind of jumping ahead to the trial. Yeah, it looked scene. like you yeah. were just having a good time, and they're all like, "So you're saying she said she'd kill him?" <laughs> like, oh, uh, I mean, reading it now in 2020, you're like, "Uh, hello!" Like that's fucking very obvious what just happened in that scene. But in mm-hmm. 1969, it was just like she shouldn't have talked back. She was asking for it. <laughs> she she was shouldn't wearing, have been in that march. She was wearing a dress. She just had a vagina just basically out. She existed, therefore she was a hole to be used. And you know these young boys can't control themselves. All right, so uh, <laughs> there's like all this evidence, and they, all right, they're gonna, they charge her with They arrest murder. her and charge her. Because yeah. they find the fibers on his jacket that match the hat they find in her house. Which happened to be Tate's hat. Which I was surprised that they had knowledge of fibers in 1969. I think they were like, that fiber also red? Like, I can't imagine it was that Red is a red engine. (laughs) It's red. Some red fibers. Anyway, so the last, like, 20% of the book is this whole, like, courtroom trial. That's when it switches to full Mockingbird. It did. Yeah, exactly. It went full Mockingbird. (laughs) You never go go full Mockingbird. (laughs) Oh, it did. It did. It actually went, like, over. It was, like, a longer court scene than Mockingbird. pushed her off the tower, and then he broke up her chiffer robe. (laughs) (laughs) But then, of course, it draws into this question for the town. This issue is... About class and about... Mm-hmm. Um, and her truant officer is on the jury. Oh, is that right? So is the mom of the little girl when they were yeah, six. Yeah, like, it was like, we don't like talk a town to where everybody knows everybody. The first statement the judge makes is, we cannot... I, uh, I, oh, I'm not going to allow your change of venue because you believe that you can't have a fair trial here because everyone knows her. But everyone does yeah. physically... They know her. Obviously, and they all have fair. strong opinions about her, too. They because all think she's, she's swamp trash. Except that... The truant officer is kind of like on the down low on her side. Well, she's like, that's a kid who just got really a shitty deal. And at this point in her life, she's not rich, but she's doing very well because she's getting like royalties on the ass for her. Which is more money than she ever had. She was getting like a nickel a week, and all of a sudden she she gets a check for five grand. She got her five grand check, and she's like, I'm going to rebuild my entire house. I thought that was really (laughs) funny. I, I took a note on that. I was like, and then so like, that's, like a, that's like a, getting a fridge nowadays. A fix-it man came in, and he rebuilt the kitchen, and he built a new room and a roof, and he put a carport and a and spaceship. He gave her running, and, <laughs> and he gave her running water. Yeah, like, yeah, electricity and running water. She actually secured the land and made sure she owned it. She, went she to paid the all the back taxes. The, the immense amount of back taxes after 30 years was $800. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, well, these mm-hmm. taxes haven't been paid since 1802, or whatever the fuck it was. Let me just make it rain. Yes. With my sh- seashell money, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm afraid. I thought. I thought at that point it was going to be like a conflict because the guy's like, "Well, I have to no, let no, you no. know that she anybody re- who pays the taxes first gets to keep it." Like, okay, well, I'm going to pay it right now. And it's like, oh, there's no. That, that, why did we even need that detail? You're thinking, you're thinking of uh, 1980s rules, 1980s movie rules. Like, oh, I got to raise the money before they do to pay the back taxes on my house. Oh yeah, yeah. or the mean man <laughs> no, in town no will one take was, them. Well, she did it because they they were like starting to develop the land around her. But there was no like, uh, you know, like they're gonna develop my house. You're just like, I better check on things now that I know how to read. Yeah, and then she secured the deed that her great grandpappy had purchased or something. Yeah, 
in the 1890s. And they said, your, your house is qualified as junk territory. Anyone who goes here gets tuberculosis. Or, you know, like <laughs> so she, step oh, above only $800. Cholera County. Step above Chernobyl. Decades of back taxes is only 800 bucks. Yeah. So. Yep. And she does that. And then... Uh, With her sweet bird feather painting money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, then she was working on her next book about grasses. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, technically, it's a real fucking thing. It is. It's, like, it's the, the scientific uh, scientific illustration is an actual thing you specifically learn as well, even today. Oh, sure. It's crazy. Like, you don't even think about it, but it's an actual thing. And back then, it was like, I heard about a bird. <laughs> <laughs> we go to the bird section <laughs> of the library. Yeah. So she's she anyway. Th- there's a long. The trial goes on for a really long time, little, and she's really, really sad because you know she doesn't want to speak to anybody, and you know there are no. And she's restricted she's, for their first time in her life too. Yeah. She's in this jail. She's cell. in jail for two months before the trial even begins. Yeah, but she has the nicest lawyer. Yeah, some also, guy the comes other, out of retirement. The other the Atticus Finch yeah. of the town, clearly. Does he bring her a beer? I think he does. He probably does. Yeah, just to make her feel better. Sure, up in prison. What a nice guy. This is from. Oh dear God. Funk Works. It is a tropic. It's called Tropic King. It is an imperial saison. It is eight percent alcohol, and it pairs well with hula hooping. I'm not going to do. It that. It says that. It does say that on the can. Mm, uh, the bottle, rather. Ooh, that smells. It smells like butter. Interesting smell. Yeah, that is not nearly as funk as I thought it was going to be. It brought the noise, but not the funk. Duh, duh noise. That's what I said. Yes. The noise. The noise was okay, but the funk was lacking. Yeah. Apparently, it was his best buy a while ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this is old. I had this for a while. But I don't know if that really matters for a funky it's, beer. Like, I'm going to just like, yeah. kind of get funkier. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It smells, pretty, it smells pretty cool. The, the funk, the funk kind of mellowed. I mean, maybe the funk was kind of the same. Probably. I went to a place in Asheville, North Carolina called The Funkatorium. Which is a, nice. brewer, it was a it's a brewery. It's a Wicked Weed. We had one of their beers. Uh, I want to say it was Pernicious for Beowulf. We went, uh, they, they have this thing called the Funkatorium, which has like just, ju- pretty much just sour beers and barrel-aged sour beers. It was a really cool venue. Hmm. Uh, I tried a few and they were all like way too sour for my tasting. Like, you know. Blue cheese and gym socks, <laughs> aged in oak <laughs> with blueberries. I was like, some of it was like, oh god, no, thank you. Really, really sour. Yeah, some were really bad. Some were not bad. Like, I did have um, I, I I almost bought it, but I was like, I, I already have enough beer to bring home on this trip. They had like a nice stout that was just like oatmeal chocolate chip cookie stout. It wasn't great, but because the, the sour is their mm-hmm, thing. Yeah. but the name Funkatorium. Amazing. Like, that's pretty that's brilliant. Dang. I can't believe that wasn't taken by a brand of douche <laughs> or, uh, or Parliament Funkadelic album. Live at the Funkatorium. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's not a venue for fucking funk music. Uh, but this is actually a really... Yeah. I don't think we've had anything by Funk Works. No. It's spelled I've like it's a fucking German word. one or two other things like in the work. grocery store yeah. by that company. But. Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah, okay. Um... Yeah, I've never had I've never uh, had anything before. But this is actually pretty cool. Yeah. I liked it. It's nice. All right, so then there's a long drawn out court scene, and everyone's just like, "What are we gonna vote? What are we gonna do?" And because I was thinking to kill a mockingbird the whole time, I was predicting 
what was going to happen, although I actually did think she did it, was that she actually, t- it was going to turn out that she didn't do it, but she felt, was found guilty anyway, because I was thinking I actually to had kill a no idea who did it or how it was going to end. So I was ev- really curious how they were going to work it out. The main evidence was the fiber, the fact that the guy died. He clearly looked like he had been pushed, and he like smacked his head against something. Mm-hmm. And his, you know, the, the whole defense was that he might not have been murdered at all. He might have just fallen through this old Or, or that old you thing. have not established yeah. this. The and prosecutors have not established There's, there's no the evidence, evidence at all that she specifically did it. She was out of town at the time, theoretically. She had a very solid alibi. She was out of the town for like 48 hours when it happened. And then there was like one guy's like, well, I saw a person get on a bus at night that could have been a lady in drag. And then I saw a lady on a boat driving out that direction, and there's only one thing out the direction, that's the fire tower. And it looked like the swamp bitch. Mm. But she's found not guilty. Ultimately found not guilty, which I was shocked. I thought, I, I thought like Nate, I thought she was going to be found guilty. And 100%. Was be found, she didn't yeah. But you don't know. It doesn't yeah. really. And then it's like, all right, where does this book go from here? And then there's like a very, very brief epilogue. Like what happened? Yeah. Is that, yeah. It's, like where, it's like at the end of an 80s movie where they like pause on each character and like, yeah. John graduated from high school and he went on to find his own law firm. But it's just, it's, you know, it's and she and Tate get together yeah. and have a nice life together, but never have any babies. They tried, but the babies never came. And so they, and Tate is very, very happy. He's great. But and then they lived, you know, a and nice they build, long they life build together. a little like microscope lab in their increasingly elaborate swamp yeah, shack. Yeah, he moves into the swamp shack. It's like with mouse trap. That <laughs> just keep adding little things onto yeah. it. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, you know, the book goes through this in only a couple of pages and then, you know, eventually they're old and then she dies. She dies at 64, which is S- not that old, but... Surprisingly young for a person who only ate grits <laughs> and, and and was, you know, wa- they, at one point they say she's, her, she has a wasp waist. Yeah. She's so thin. So she was in, you know, good health, but, you know... She was... Uh, maybe someone was eating out of her conscience. So, okay. <laughs> like these beers we haven't finished. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then after the funeral... Tate is like, you know, very, very sad, but then suddenly discovers like a hidden door or under in the floor, a they, hidden they, compartment. Because they redid the whole floor with like yeah. fancy stuff, but then he finds a linoleum. A, yeah. Un, under the wood stove, which they never got rid of, was like an unfinished section. Yeah. Of so he the eventually house. finds all of this amazing stuff, one of in which the, is in their two room shack. Yeah. One of which is <laughs> the shell necklace. Uh, Chase's shell necklace was down in her, under, in her, you know, crawl space or whatever. Yeah, for she decades. Like, she was like a little me- memento box. A douchebag's been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. CSI. Uh, <laughs> and so that's the clue like, oh, she really did do it. And there was there was definitely some foreshadowing. She wrote, she wrote a in poem the, in the whole. Ne- well, also in the like sections and you know a couple little paragraphs every couple of pages where she talk about animals and nature. There was the whole scene of the the praying mantis about how the praying ma- the the female praying mantis literally like eats the male, bites the head off the male praying mantis uh, after as they're having sex, and it's like oh. And he foreshadowing. He and also, he also finds the lightning uh, bugs. yeah the light. Yeah. He finds a poem that because they were reciting these poems throughout the whole book, which yeah. I mostly skip because I hate poetry. But uh, I didn't know if they mattered. I, I, they, I didn't know if it was a real yeah. poet either. I mean, like, and she by remembered Anna the, Hamilton. She remembered yeah. the poem by Anna Hamilton. It's like the grass is green, but sometimes it's also bluish. Yeah, so I, I just skipped all I that. Skip. Like like he skips <laughs> like he skips songs and poems in any fantasy novels. Like this is irrelevant. <laughs> uh, and it was like oh, and he found out in the end that she was. This poet and the last poem she wrote was about like using lightning. Lightning bug lures its mate in, 
and then pushes him down a well or some shit like that. I was like, oh, yeah, it was pretty clear. Here's the necklace mm-hmm. and this poem that's saying she pushed him down the thing and he watched. She watched the light leave his eyes. It's like, oh, he, she definitely killed him. So he burns everything. Yep, and then that's the end yep. of the book. Mm-hmm. There was also throughout the whole book this um, shit with Kaya where, you know, she was trying to make sense of her of the world as the you know her, horrific life she had, and looked at it very like coldly in nature. Like, well, this is just what animals do to mate and this is just what animals you know they do this and they treat each other like this because that's the way they do it and it seems like she has a whole thing at the end where it's like you know like i'm not this way because of myself like everyone did this to me like they Mm -hmm. abandoned me everyone treated me like shit they fucking shit on me all the time i didn't choose this i was ignored my entire life about three quarters of the way through the book, like her brother comes back. That's what I was going to say. We forgot to talk about Jody returning. He's like a but, decorated Nam veteran. Yeah, but still, he kind of like fills in a bunch of the backstory. Like, here's we. I, I found out. Hey, last year I found out what happened to mom. I never and I never Ma, dreamed. Ma died in, two, two yeah, years ago. Two years ago. I, I never dreamed that you would actually still be here. I've missed you so much. I'm so sorry. But it she's, she's still, like 15 until she learns her parents. Names, yeah, she's, Cause she's like Ma and Pa, and like Jody's first name was some other weird shit, yeah, like Jeremiah. All, her name isn't Kaya; it's like Catherine, Catherine something, Delilah. Something. Yeah, they had they all had a bunch of names, but everyone was known like Murph and yeah, Napier Murphy. They all have little nicknames anyway. But still, you know, she finds out a little bit about what happened to her mom and the rest of her family, which is mostly bad. But still, Jody doesn't stay. All bad. Yeah, it's all bad. (laughs) Jody doesn't stay, but he's like, but well, he's got his own wife, he's got his own family, yeah, and a pickup truck. And they come to visit, you know, before Mm -hmm. she croaks, and she comes to the. uh, She makes it to like, like almost a modern day. So she like lives a long time after the trial. Yeah, it's like forty years. Yeah, another forty, forty, fifty years. Forty years. But she definitely killed that motherfucker. Yeah, and then you and I and found she out got and I was away like, with it. Fucking good. Yeah, I was like, good. You she go, went girl. Full OJ on him. <laughs> I mean, Nicole didn't deserve that. I'm not. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not saying <laughs> that. But she got away with murder. She did. <laughs> she did. Yeah. OJ got away with double murder. She, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He did it twice. <laughs> uh, I'm saying if he did it, <laughs> <laughs> she fucking she killed him, and you know you're like good. So this book so, okay. ended, and it was apparently like the cock of the walk last year. I don't know. I didn't even hear about it until Nate brought it up, honestly. So, uh, I uh, never did either. I, I heard about it um, from people who read it. and Okay. I really liked it. I, enjoyed, I thought I it was really stars. good. I loved it. This was a goddamn fantastic This was book. a really, I really, really good this was a now, mix. This was a mix of Overstory and Mockingbird to me. Yeah, oh, a little yeah. Bit, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I can now, uh, I would say, like, the reactions that I've, for the most part, that I've heard are either is like, this is so, so, this is really, really good, or just, yeah, it was pretty good. Like, in, in no I would like, fall. I hated it. I would fall. Okay, one person that I There's know. always, I, okay, there's I'm going to bring up one thing. I'm going to bring people you actually in know in real life or No, people it was internet. a Goodreads review. Okay. Gonna, oh, yeah. I'm going to well, mention it in a second. Yeah. But anyway, I definitely liked it a lot. I thought it was uh, very, very good. I didn't give it five stars. Partly because I only give, I never, almost never give anything five stars. It's I reserve that only for what I think is the best of the best. And this didn't. What have you given five stars? Quite make it. This didn't quite quite he make it. He gave five stars to the art of the deal. I did definitely <laughs> not. 
<laughs> Listen, when Trump reads it, I will read it, okay? That's, that's my deal, okay? If Trump but reads what, it... What have you, you given what? five stars to? We I should read that for... If he wins again, we should read that book. God, don't even, don't even don't say that. I don't want to think, 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 think that far ahead. I don't oh think God. the Democrats are thinking that far ahead either, though. No. Oh! <laughs> anyway, so I, I so did like it a lot. Did, oh, okay. So na- name three books you've given five stars I'm to. Gonna, I'm going to pull up his fucking Goodreads right now, and I'll tell you all the books he gave five stars to. And it's probably not many. I so cheap bastard. Do you think he's paying for each star? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bastard. They've got to earn these. I think I did give Overstory five stars. He didn't give Cavalier and Clay five no, stars. Neither, neither did I. Neither did I. Oh, you're. It's no, you it's guys, very good. It I just, have strong opinions about the Jewish people. That's sorry. I, I didn't realize. <laughs> he's from Freedom, Vermont. It's not his fault. Anyway, <laughs> I do think it was very good. I liked it a lot. And lots of reactions for the most part have been either it is so, so, so good or it is definitely very good. And I'm just not quite the highest category, but I still think it's great. I think the part that, okay, the beginning Really good. The middle, really good. The end with the trial was like, eh, kind of stupid. Yeah, I could feel you there. It just didn't end as strong. And, w- and when it was like, oh, and she was actually the poet Amanda Hamilton the whole time. Yeah, I was like, that, oh. That was dumb, that part. Stupid. I didn't care about that part because I skipped all the poems. I also <laughs> thought that Tate was just such a one-dimensional character. And, and actually, a lot of, a lot of um, I mean, characters. I, I, and I, the I one guess. thing, okay. When I when I when I did put it on Goodreads and I was just looking at the other reviews, one person said they had given it only like one star, two stars. They had like a bad one. The little thing just said it was just a collection of cliche tropes and cliches. That's what they said, and I was like, ooh. That is kind of true. I mean, I guess, that, but, like, it, but it is well written. So and I, tropes are a trope for I, a reason. Obviously, but here's the thing: like point, every though. book, you could say that about every single book. It's, that is it's, the, it's the, the is literal the literary version of Simpsons did it. Like everything's been done, everything yeah. can be troped at this. And point. so I don't agree. Uh, so I don't agree with like the rating, but there is a. I had the kind of my opinion of it is kind of the same as my opinion of all the light we cannot see. Whereas like every character is like a little bit too much of a perfect thing. Yeah, I could trope or cliche. Modern books written in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. Like there's nothing. I haven't. We have. I don't think we've read anything within written in the last five years that wasn't like some amount of cliche in it because everything's I mean, it is been obviously done hard to be original. And so I think it was still very good. This is just why I didn't give it five stars. That's all I'm like saying. You That's all I'm saying. Gave Ready Player One five stars. Though, I did. Dude? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have regret that. I'll give the five stars because not because yeah, it's I, great. I'm or, not against because it. Because it was the most fun book. It's still. It was a it's fun book. Still it's to this book. day, the most fun book I've ever read. You gave The Martian five stars? I haven't read The Martian. Oh, I, I thought that was a very fun book. Although, yeah. I did recently reread it. It's... It I, I fucking would still boring. You can't eat poop potatoes that long, Nate. Okay, well... <laughs> right, Lincoln and the Bardo, five stars. We, read, we did that Oh, show. yeah, Lincoln and the Bardo, sure. Overstory, Nate gave five stars. Testaments, Nate gave... You didn't even give the fucking Handmaid's Tale five stars? Dude, oh, what are you a sequel. fucking misogynist? Bold move. Bold move. Or, I mean, it's still very good. <laughs> you hate women, dude. Well, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, the five star rating on Goodreads, we've been over this before, is not quality of book. It's did you like it? Of, that's that's a, yeah. that's how every rating works, though. But it's it's like, well, it isn't like fucking if, gymnastics if you, at the Olympics. If you let the fucking if you let the fucking finger hung over it, hang over it, it says like like it didn't like it. it like didn't like it is one. No, for me, no, one star two. is like I hate. I want like to piss one, in its like face. Like two stars <laughs> was it's okay. 
That's I their say three stars. Well, it's is, because it's okay. because their whole thing. Goodreads no, no. wants you to three, purchase three books. Three is, it was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they Four want you is to like, look like, hey, yeah. it was okay. Two stars. I'll read a book that's okay. Three stars that's is, what I liked doing. it. Four yeah. stars is, I really liked it. Five was, it was amazing. Yeah. We, so, all, we all have to concoct our own scheme yeah, for what those stars it, mean to you us. You cannot anyway. rate something, other books, it has to be a vacuum because you can't compare things to each other. Yes, you can. To you a can certain extent. Books to each other. You can just compare the reading experience. Did I enjoy yes, reading yeah. this book? But it's like, what is five stars? Is like Ready Player One. Enjoyed I it? enjoyed the fuck out of it. I would read that every month if I had nothing else to do. A but book I, like it. I don't have time month. to read it because of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. But I enjoyed it every every like every page was like fuck. I, I love this. Yeah. But it was not Even a good. No. It was not no. like an, a literary achievement no, in it was not. any way. No. It was it was nerd trash. But it oh, was yeah. great, and I well, loved that was it. Really entertaining nerd trash. Yeah, but I, I'm not saying that you. I think I think what we all do if we don't overthink it is you just give your rating. Uh, how much did you like the book? Did you like this book a lot? I liked five stars. Yeah. I liked. Did you like this book a good amount? Four stars. Did you I think gave this book this was a turd five one stars star? because I I legitimately I read like pretty much the entire thing yesterday, and this is one of the few books where I did not constantly check how much was left. Which, you know, in the today's modern era of, like, finding percentages and shit, is, a, is big. Like, I was like, I oh, agree. shit, I just read another 100 pages I didn't even fucking notice. Like, I actually mm-hmm. was interested beyond the fact of I have to read this. I felt similarly. This is, I mean, here, I do most of my reading these days on the train to and from work and when I take a dump. <laughs> so, on the weekends, I don't read a lot anymore because I'm a fucking kid and shit to do. Like, uh, I'm not going to... I have free time. Do I want to read or am I going to, like, you know, watch YouTube videos? I was reading this on the weekend. Like, I was like, let me sit down and read this book for a yeah, few minutes. It, it, was, it was an easy read. It. it was an yeah, easy really read you it. could mm-hmm. burn out. And it was, you know, f- most easy reads are not necessarily great. They're just easy reads. Like, this is fine. It was an easy read. This was, like, an easy read. And it was, it was super immeasurably, immeasurably yeah, better than an average... Like we, we've we've done a handful of like shitty bestsellers. Bestsellers does not mean it's a good movie or a good book. No, no. It just means it's it's, it's more popular. Yeah, it's, it's the pop is catchy. music. Aids bestsellers, <laughs> bestsellers are the pop music of the literary yeah. world. Oh yeah, sure. But like catchy, since but since books are even like you know too nerdy for bestsellers anymore. Some of the bestsellers are actually good now, but a lot of them are still like Dan Brown's a bestseller. He doesn't write good books. Nope. No. No. We still have never done a Dan Brown book. Yes, we have. You weren't on it. It was before your we time. We did. We did. Vinci we did Code. Vinci, you know, we, we could do more. We Dan should Brown do Origin. Origin. I haven't read that one yet. I'm looking I think, for I think I did read it. Is it the? Yeah. Well, we we did Da Vinci Code. Never mind. We did the uh, book is a bleh. anyway. Different but story. Like this was a bestseller, and it was, you know, for I mean, it's only it's it's a matter of. One year before this becomes a movie, I can it's de- guarantee, already, it already guarantee has a movie that. deal. It definitely already has a movie deal. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, I think, bought the movie rights. Oh, she, she has that it, yeah. company that yeah, does like the producer. lady movies. Yeah, yeah, she's gonna. Must she, be it, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah she, she makes, makes good, good movies. movies. This is the right she kind of thing. Oh yeah, right no, I'm not against it. I'm not like saying that's a bad. And thing. Reese's are my favorite candy. So, and I also like to eat most of my things with a spoon. And you know what? When you really think about it, Witherspoon is an incredibly weird name. It sounds like a death metal band. It's like <laughs> Gaunt Fork. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Gaunt Fork. <laughs> shriveled Knife. <laughs> yeah, it's like, shrivel Knife is an amazing metal band. <laughs> shrivel Knife. 
The stab you make you rot from the inside. Anyway. This is I, called the desiccated plate. <laughs> but still, book, highly recommend. Right? A thousand For percent. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. A thousand percent. Well worth... And most mm-hmm. times, like, you see, like, what's the best-selling book of the year? And you're like... Lee Iacocca's fucking book? Like, it's yeah. just, like, mm-hmm. garbage. Okay, that? it was the best-selling it, fiction. A, I don't know what's if there's Lee, a non What is a Lee Iacocca? He, was a big, he just croaked. He was a big CEO guy in the... Was he by Ford? Was uh, he CEO of a bunch Ford of corporations. Or something? They, he like, wrote a novel? I think it was no, GE, actually. He, he he turned around a bunch of, like, oh, like a semi-failing... Thing? Yeah. And he wrote his book, like, is basically his art of the deal. It's, like, how to do business the Lee Iacocca way. And it was, like, the biggest-selling book of, like, 1986. Call the it was the 80s. It wasn't the yeah. 1880s. <laughs> but yeah, so I'd say for most bestseller books, you're like, ah, oh, it's a the memoir by Scary Spice. Uh, I really don't give a fucking <laughs> fuck. But this, I actually really like. Most big selling books are going to be pop trash or the thriller autobi- novels. autobiography. Or yeah, thrillers, thrillers, like whatever the fuck the fucking, latest Tom Clancy book is. Oh, he's been dead. Like He's like the Tupac of books. He's, so still, it, writing, uh, he's still writing books. No, it's like, uh, who's the other guy? Um, Dean Koontz. He's also dead, I believe, but... Uh, James uh, Patterson? Patterson. He puts out a book. He's put out two books during this podcast. <laughs> Since just, we started recording. Yeah. Yeah, this episode. He, you know, not like the run just, of the podcast. He has all ghostwritten or something, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. He has an idea. like, and what about a book where a guy goes to a zoo and then someone has to write that book? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's all hot trash. Oh, yeah. But those sell crazy quantities. Yeah. This not like that, but is very actually good. worth really, reading. Really this, is a, this is a pop book, but it is... Immeasurably better than most of them. And now that we've ruined the entire story for you, go out and read it. Yeah, definitely. But because yeah, for this lady's first novel, fiction yeah. novel, this is uh, light years beyond most people. Yeah, we've read some other people's mm-hmm. first novels, and they're always like, "Yeah, this is not bad. This has promise, or this is an interesting thing." In the meantime, why don't you tell us what you thought? Send us an email to drunkguysbookclub at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at drunkguysbc, or go to Facebook and Instagram at drunkguysbookclub. And uh, we also, you know, we have a Patreon now, so so we don't have to go digging up muscles to make money to pay for these beers. You could just go over there and, uh, you know, dr- Patreon slash uh, Drunk Guys Book Club, whatever the fuck the website is. You can figure it yeah, out. It's Google Patreon works. slash Drunk Guys Book Club. And if you don't want to give us money, you can just give us uh, ratings on anything you listen to because ratings are good because they make more people find us, and that's good for my self-esteem. Give us five stars, one star for each time that this girl goes to sleep alone. Wow, that's like you're gonna, you're gonna very quickly run out of stars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or for each man who left her. Ouch. That's only two, three, three. Mm, Jody four. four we know the it, we'll add the mom and the brother, so that's five. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. But uh, yeah, seriously, leave us a review. And oh, if you want to leave a shitty review, or just not, don't. Oh, yeah, just don't do <laughs> just that. Don't. Yeah, don't Go leave it. Don't leave a bad review. Die in the marsh, you piece <laughs> of shit. Like, what did this cost you? If you listened this far, you must have enjoyed it. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. So thanks a lot. And uh, check out the Hopped Up Network and Network of Independent Beer Podcasters. And thanks for listening. <laughs>